Hello, my friends. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on spiraling. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome. I want to give a shout out to Carmen Callender, who came on and is the newest patron uh, through patreon.com slash YMH5. This is one of the ways that you can support the podcast. She came on at $2 a month. Yes, I have reward levels at $1 a month and $5 a month, but you can really come on at any dollar a month that you want. She came on at $2, and I have someone who's on at $10 a month. So here's your shout-out, Carmen, and thank you so much for your support financially, but also in the background with our emails and messages and things like that. She also just released an album, so check her music out. Her name is Carmen Callender. Another thing I wanted to mention before we get going, your Motivational High Five podcast has a partnership with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling done right. If you are looking to get help and you want to do it from the comfort of your own home, check out betterhelp.com slash YMH5. That's help, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash YMH5. Five, the number five, and you can get the help you're looking for as well as support the podcast. I know I've shared on this podcast many times how important counseling has been in my own life. And in fact, it was a huge part of the lessons I learned that helped launch this podcast to begin with. So get your counseling on with BetterHelp. Using that URL will get you 10% off your first month. Again, that is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash Y-M-H-5, the number five. Alrighty, let's get into the episode. When you think of a spiral, what's the picture you think? For me, it is that black and white spiral as if, uh, you know, a cartoon character was getting hypnotized or something. It's going slowly and slowly around and around hypnotized. I mean, that's kind of what it is. When I think about the last week, I was hypnotized. I was spiraling out. Hypnotized, consumed, controlled by. This last week, the thing that hypnotized me, the thing that made me spiral out of control, was money. An unhealthy spiral spirals like a whirlpool. The trajectory is downward. All other surroundings close in on you, and you bring down with you everything that's closest to you, everything that's tied to you, and you speed up as it all closes in together. You escalate and allow everything to collapse in on you. Can you get that picture, that imagery of a whirlpool, a big whirlpool in a water in a ship going down the whirlpool? This week, as I said, my spiral began with financial worry, but with my spiral of worry, came an escalation of worry on all things closest to me. As I spun at my wife, I was convinced I was confiding in her. But I spun and spun and pulled her into my whirlpool. And with that, I brought into question her dreams and vocation. I pulled her down so fast I missed what I was doing. I was so dizzy from my own spinning, I missed the damage I was causing to the people and the dreams and the hopes most closely tied to me. And we both sunk, or sank, whatever the right word is there, out of my selfish inability or unwillingness to spiral healthily. Spiral healthily? (laughs) 
can you spiral healthily? In reality, I think a fact of life is that we will spiral. If we allow ourselves to tune in to our emotions and find out, discover what's simmering beneath the surface, we'll have bouts of the spiraling. And this is why it is important to gain some tools from doing this. Some tools will keep us grounded, I think much like a ballerina spots with their eyes as they spin and spin. Others will slow down the spin much like a high-speed ski lift in Colorado will detach from the rope to slow it down so that you can get off or take a breather uh, and breathe in some truth before you get back on. However, if we rely only on our closest ties, those who are greatly affected by our own daily decisions, by our own daily actions, like my wife, we create a codependent relationship and we do damage. Of course, open communication between a relationship that close needs to happen. But when I'm spiraling so fast, I'm not really the best one to have a conversation with. I become so inward focused and so selfish. All of the story, all of the beauty, and all of the dreams that my wife and I share when I just spiral out of control, I make it seem like those things are not important to me. My best way to spiral is finding those closest to me to grab my hand and bring me back to reality, while not too close that they just get whacked in the face by my quickly spinning movements. These are my spiral guides, my mentors, my people I can't really bring down because they live a life in a way that's separate from my daily actions and in a way that's separate from my daily decisions. But at the same time, they are close enough to reach out and get my attention. One, because I do have history with them and also I have high, high respect of them. And so if they tell me to chill out (laughs) or cool it, or calm down. I'm going to hear it. I'm going to hear their voice because I highly respect it and I find their voice wise. On the other hand, those far beyond my reach who can't reach out to me, who can't touch me, those far beyond my reach either don't or often can't have my best interest in mind. And those people could also use any vulnerable information I confide in them against me, thus doing more damage. Because a spiral is so selfish and destructive, it can be one of the biggest forms of abuse and manipulation when used against a loved one like a spouse or a son or daughter. Yes, my wife is there to support me pre and post spiral as I am her. And she's really good at it. But to to just dump and unload all of my fears and worries and spiraling before I've even taken it to my mentors, those with space and a step back that can think about things critically, yet still have the voice in my life to push back with truth. Those are the ones I need to come to with my spirals. I believe I've talked on this podcast that I was once a youth pastor, uh, and at this church, my wife was also on staff. And she also helped out voluntarily with the youth ministry. And I remember one student really struggling, coming back to a struggle and feeling very discouraged. And they go, am I right back where I was? Have I not learned anything? And my wife with this analogy talked about coming back to where we were like a screw, following the thread of a screw up, that it may feel like we're back in the same place. But in fact, we've moved upward. We've traveled and learned some things that have allowed us to become a little more enlightened with our struggles. And that though we struggle again, we are not the same as we were. And as we continue up this screw and return inevitably to our struggles, 
and the things that make us human. We are learning and growing along the way. We are becoming enlightened by the thorns in our side. We are still traveling forward, experiencing progress in some way. And that story and that analogy that my wife in her (laughs) wisdom shared with the struggling student, the struggling teenager, they found hope. They came to believe the reality that they aren't worthless, that they are indeed growing and changing and experiencing progress, not perfection. And there's this quote by Hermann Hesse, who was a German-Swiss poet, novelist, and painter. His best-known works, there were several. Each of them explores an individual's search for authenticity, self-knowledge, and spirituality. One of his quotes is this, which we will end on and supports the screw spiral analogy. Here it is. We have learned so much. There still remains much to learn. We are not going in circles. We are going upwards. The path is a spiral. We have already climbed many steps. And for me, as I continue to have my own struggles, my own spirals, the things that trigger it, and yet years of experience and failing and doing it again and again, The thing that's different is that I'm not laying there at the bottom of my spiral. Yes, I spiraled downward this week, but I'm not staying there. I'm moving upward and I'm choosing to do something different, I hope. Next time around, I'll at least have better language because of this podcast. And with each step, we move towards health. Never fully reaching it, never fully attaining perfect health, because that, that is impossible. That isn't a real thing, perfect health. We are always in progress, never achieving perfection, not in this life. And that's okay. In fact, it's good. Keeps us moving. And another thing that keeps us moving is that our brains are wired weirdly. And we talk about this in every episode. We end with this. A positive mantra that helps to rewire our brain. Our brain is full of spirals and weird connections and downward spirals and some healthy upward ones as well. And the whole point with neuroplasticity and the reinforcing of positive messages and narratives and mantras is that, oh my goodness, we can rewire our brain. It's beautiful and exciting and new science, but it's science. So much research to back this up. So if you want to look into it more, I know if you're new to the podcast and I just, I talk about it all the time, but check out neuroplasticity and get some hope. But what we do is we find reflection of ourselves in the mirror and we as hard as it is sometimes to believe that we are worth good positive things we combat that spiral down with a spiral up and we say something positive something important for our lives and we try to believe it and guess what after we try enough times we do believe it that's how it works that's how brains work it's awesome okay let's do that find a reflection of yourself and say this to yourself out loud let's go Today, I choose a spiral of upward enlightenment versus a spiral of downward destruction. Friends, you have learned so much, and there still remains much to learn. You are not going in circles. You are going upwards. The path is a spiral. You have already climbed many steps. Herman Hess keep going. It starts with you.